What's going on guys? Welcome back to the channel. Just another critic here. We're finishing up my week 12 college football predictions with Oklahoma playing the Baylor Bears. Right now, number 10 Oklahoma sitting outside of uh, the college football playoff picture. 8-1, 5-1 in conference. Baylor sitting at 13th in the college football playoff rankings. Uh, obviously with a lot having to do with their schedule and the way they've been able to, well the way they haven't been able to dominate their schedule as of lately. Uh, sitting at 9-0, 6-0 in conference. For those of you betting on this game, Oklahoma 4-5 and five against the spread. Baylor sitting at 5-4 and four against the spread. Number currently sits at 11 and that is in favor of Oklahoma. Over-under is at 67.5. I'm sure that's going to be moving. With that being said, let's go ahead and run over the statistics very quickly. Get into my own personal thoughts as well as a final score prediction. Oklahoma right now, they are averaging 48 points per game, defense allowing 25 points per game, offense averaging 338 through the air, 250 on the ground, defense allowing 209 through the air and 144 on the ground. Baylor on the other hand, averaging 35 points per game, defense allowing 19 points per game. Offense is averaging 271 through the air, 188 on the ground, while the defense allowing 210 through the air and just once, uh, 127 on the ground. Taking a look at Oklahoma, I'm not sure there's much I can say that you don't already know, right? We know they've got talent, especially at the wide receiver position. They've got great running backs, Trey Sermon, Kennedy Brooks, and then they've, they've got a quarterback in Jalen Hurts who isn't, you know, known for his pocket presence and being able to dart people up. But we've seen that in the Big 12, it's been a lot easy for him, right? He's been able to hit guys in wide open space. And when he has had to thread the needle, he's had trouble. He's thrown interceptions. He's made stupid mistakes and throws really that shouldn't have left his hand. We saw that just a week ago versus Iowa State. And those are probably the types of throws he's going to have to be making against his Baylor defense, who has played very well this season um, and is, I'm pretty sure, they're probably the best defense in the Big 12 right now statistically. Um, and so it's going to be uh, really interesting to watch just how well Jalen Hurts can perform. Obviously, if the throw's not there, he typically runs a lot. Um, but yeah, his, his tight window throws just haven't been there. And that's something we're going to be able to continue to evaluate when he plays this Saturday versus a team and defense like Baylor. Overall, it's really just hard to stop this offense in general, even outside of Jalen Hurts' mistakes, uh, because of just how well Lincoln Riley schemes against his opponents, and he just knows where your your weaknesses lie. And even if he doesn't scheme for you, uh, his offensive schemes are just so hard to prepare for and so hard to stop. And that's typically in reason because most teams don't have the personnel to defend these types of athletes, right? With that said, obviously the offense really hasn't been something to really worry about. They've had a lot of consistency on that side of the ball and being able to produce on the field and produce on the scoreboard. Uh, it's been pretty much the opposite as usual. We don't know when the defense is going to show up, right? It's been very spotty performances. They've played very well early on in the season and then it's kind of just been a downward trend, if you can say, um, allowing Kansas State to go for 48 in their most previous game and then allowing 41 to Iowa State. With that being said, if this defense is going to step up and perform this weekend and, you know, contain guys like Charlie Brewer, I think it's going to start with interior defender Neville Gallimore. 
um, as well as uh, defensive end, Ronnie Perkins. Both of them who have really been probably their best pass rushers on the defensive side of the ball. Um, They just need to get more consistent production from these guys. And of course, you can't really talk about this defense without talking about Kenneth Murray aka K9 the dude's a beast 62 total tackles right now two and a half sacks and the dude is just very good and instinctually he reads and reacts very quickly uh, obviously he is the leader of this defense and if they're going to perform it's going to be on his shoulders they're going to have to be able to put his guys into uh, positions to succeed he's going to be able to he's going to need to be able to change the play on the fly which he's done multiple times this season and just make plays when the when the opportunity presents itself switching gears let's take a look at the Baylor Bears offensively we know who their quarterback is Charlie Brewer other guys to look out for Denzel Mims at wide receiver along with Tyquan Thornton and RJ Sneed of course if you're comparing comparing them to Oklahoma's wide receiver core they're not going to look as great on paper right as far as from a stars and a recruiting out of high school type perspective but these guys have been very good made some big time catches they're very lengthy as far as their wingspan goes, and they're just big play guys. In the backfield, you've got Jamichael Hasty as well as Jonathan Lavette, who've been very good and have given this offense very good production. The thing about this offense has been very balanced in what they do, right? If we kind of take a look at some of their most recent games, starting at Kansas State, 158 on the ground, 268 through the year. Texas Tech, 173 on the ground, 352 through the year. Oklahoma State, 224, 312 through the year. West Virginia, 176, 277 through the year. So they've been very balanced in their attack. Obviously, TCU was really the only one to stifle this offense in allowing them to just 99 on the ground and 195 through the year. And honestly, if you take a look at this team overall, they kind of remind you of Iowa State, right? A different version of Iowa State. Charlie Brewer reminds me of Brock Purdy the way this defense plays reminds me of Iowa State's defense and how they play Um, and Charlie Brewer he's just as mobile um, as a guy like Brock Purdy if not even more mobile and elusive in open space and so you're gonna you're gonna see him running the ball a whole ton especially if Oklahoma's in man-to-man coverage Um, they're gonna be drawing up the quarterback draw a whole bunch exactly like Oklahoma likes to do on the on their side of the ball when Baylor's in man-to-man you're gonna see Jalen draw up and change the play to a quarterback draw and we're gonna see something very similar with Charlie Brewer I don't expect to see anything crazy from this Baylor team. We're going to see a very a very similar offense to what we saw from Iowa State. They're going to line up in the spread. They're going to throw the ball. They're going to run stretch plays. They're going to run zone reads. They're going to run those RPOs. And now the question is, are we going to see the same Oklahoma defense? I think it's more likely that this Oklahoma defense gives up over 30 points and holds Baylor to under 30 points. While the offense has been very successful in moving the ball, something we have to keep an eye on is that while they have been able to move the ball, they haven't really been putting points on the board. We look at that uh, Texas Tech game, they went to overtime. So then that inflates the score to 33 to 30. We'll look at West Virginia. Really a low scoring affair, 17 to 14. And then just TCU a week ago, it was 9 to 6 before they kicked the, the game tying field goal to go to overtime, where they finally finished the game 29 to 23. With that being said, I think this offense has all the pieces it needs in order to have success versus a defense like Oklahoma. With all that said, I think the biggest reason for this team's success has obviously been because of how well their defense has played. 
They're getting phenomenal production from their linebackers, two in particular that I want to talk about, Terrell Bernard, who's got 68 tackles right now, two and a half sacks, as well as Clay Johnston, who's got 58 tackles and two and a half sacks. Then you look at the defensive front on the interior, at defensive tackle, you've got James Lynch, who's got eight and a half sacks for them right now. And so they just get into the quarterback, they're disrupting the quarterback's timing, they're making it tough on the quarterbacks that they play. And it should be very interesting to see what they're able to do versus Oklahoma and, of course, Jalen Hurts and and Lincoln Riley's schemes. If we kind of take a look at some of the teams they've played, starting with Kansas State, only allowed 218 through the air, 123 on the ground. Texas Tech did shred them up in the secondary, went for 362 through the air, 148 on the ground. Oklahoma State, they held them to 188 through the air, allowed Oklahoma State to 281 on the ground with Chuba Hubbard. Um, And then you look at West Virginia, 205 through the air and just 14 on the ground. And then, of course, holding TCU to just 140 yards through the air and allowing 168 on the ground. But, of course, you have to take into account some of those overtime numbers and those games that went into OT. And along with the pressure that they're getting to the quarterback, right now they've got 37 pass breakups and 10 interceptions. Right now they're just playing phenomenal team defense. You do your job, I'll do my job. You get to the quarterback, you pressure the quarterback, you throw off the quarterback's timing, I'm going to be there to break up the pass or go ahead and intercept it it's just good team defense everyone does their job and when we all do our jobs we're going to come out on top all that being said as far as how i see this game playing out i think we're going to have a very similar game like the kansas state game i think baylor bears are going to jump out to an early lead i think their defense is going to play very well I expect them to find a good amount of pass rush early in the game and be able to not only to force Jalen out of the pocket, but as well as uh, force him to make some error throws. And we might get some early interceptions. Of course, you're not going to be able to keep this Oklahoma offense down forever. I do believe they're going to start finding some success in the second half of the second quarter, um, as well as leading into the second half of the game. I expect Baylor to have at least a two-possession lead on Oklahoma, whether that's two touchdowns or a touchdown and a field goal. Now, Oklahoma is certainly equipped to make a comeback from that type of score deficit, right? Down two touchdowns or down two possessions. They're obviously explosive enough to cut into that type of deficit very quickly because of just how well of athletes they have, especially at the skilled positions, right? Um, On the other hand, I think Baylor is just as equipped to defend something like that. Like I talked about, they're getting phenomenal production in the pass rush, so Jalen Hurts isn't going to be able to sit in the pocket and find an open guy. He's just going to have to make tight window throws. I also suspect that Baylor isn't going to have to send extra defenders on most occasions. I think their interior defender and James Lynch is going to be able to get to the quarterback on his own. And so um, I think they're going to be able to sit more guys in the secondary, which is obviously going to make it harder for uh, Jalen Hurts. And overall, I just think this Baylor defense is going to step up, probably play their best game of the season yet. And I believe Baylor wins. 34 to 27. Now, of course, my prediction is sitting on the expectation that the Oklahoma defense isn't going to show up. And so if they do show up, obviously that's going to, you know, shift things and and it's going to change the outcome of the game. I still think Baylor has a better chance to win playing at home, even if the Oklahoma defense does show up. But with that being said, um, I do think Baylor wins this 34 to 27. I appreciate you guys for listening to the end. Uh, thanks for supporting the channel. If you have any questions, concerns, or opinions, drop them in the comments. 
All that being said, I hope you guys have a great rest of your day, evening, or night. This is Justin another Critic, signing off. Peace. Yeah, stay prepared for the up and down. Life is like a